You are listening to the podcast for learning the language of A Course in Miracles so you can understand the meaning, embody the message, and live the teachings as a way of life. Welcome to Episode 8. I'm your host, Reverend Jennifer McSween, creator of this podcast and the Course in Miracles practice coach for taking those who are studying the course from inspiration to application. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk about the idea of separation in A Course in Miracles. Separation is a central theme in A Course in Miracles. It is as central and closely linked to the Course's most significant teaching, forgiveness, because they both play a role, an essential role rather, in our feeling fulfilled, happy, and at peace as we go about our lives. The interesting thing, though, is that because of the metaphysical context within which the Course is written, separation is impossible. So from the perspective of the Course, the separation is something that never really occurred. But the reason why the, separ the separation, or the idea of separation, something that the Course says never occurred is a central theme in the Course is because we believe that it did. According to the Course, the reason why we see and experience ourselves as a separate individual body living in a world surrounded by other separate individual bodies in different forms is only because of our belief in the idea of separation. You see, the way we're metaphysically wired, so to speak, we will always experience a thought or idea in some form that is a direct reflection of the way it is at its core, its truest nature. The idea of separation, then, is the idea that we could live or exist in a way and in a place that is separate or apart from God that one unified state of oneness that, from the perspective of metaphysics, is all there is. Experiencing ourselves living in a world in which we feel isolated, alone, vulnerable, and always lacking in some way is the number one way that we experience the idea of separation in its truest nature on the most personal level. Here's why. These are some of the words that define separation. Individualized, apart, different, unequal, unrelated, unconnected, distinct, disparate, disconnected, independent, alone, autonomous, discreet, divorced, particular, several, as in not whole, disjointed. And these are just a few. <laughs> when we look at the world, though, and each other, and along with all the different species and objects and the different forms of experiences that we have in the world, everything seems to fit the definition of separation, no? The world is defined by separation. Everything seems separate or alone, particular and distinct from another. 
no two things are alike. We talk about and marvel at the fact that no two snowflakes are alike. And differences exist even within species. Look, the two sides of each of our faces are not the same. And even though we all have the same quantity and structure of body parts that define us as human beings, no two people look alike, not even identical twins. There is always some distinguishing feature that separates them. So the Course sees the world not as a place that we come into, but rather as the projection or expression of the idea of separation, and again, in its truest form. The way we experience the idea of separation on a personal level is in the form of sickness, conflict, lack, competition, fear, doubt, worry, discordant relationships, different forms of inequality and injustice, as well as feelings of aloneness or loneliness and lack of support in different ways. On the level of the world, we experience or see the expression of the idea of separation in the form of disease, poverty, famine, wars, and what we commonly refer to as natural disasters or acts of God. All of these are prevalent in the world, and they cannot seem to be prevented, no matter how hard we try. The world, a world, is by definition the idea of something that is separate or set apart from the whole. This is the reason why the world will never appear to be peaceful or whole and free from conflict. And no matter how hard we try or how many diseases we seem to cure or eradicate, there always seem to be another host of other diseases or conditions in the wings that either we have just discovered or we just can't seem to beat. There is never seems to be an end or any kind of healing or complete healing or wholeness to this experience. So this is the reason why the Course says the world is an illusion. And so it defines the world as nothing but the projection of the expression of the idea of separation. I've taken the, the following three lines from the introduction of chapter 21 of the text of the Course that share, one, the premise behind the Course's perspective of the world, why it sees it as an illusion and the expression of separation. Two, it says why we experience the world in discordant, conflicting, and limiting ways. And three, the third line suggests how to go about being fulfilled, happy, and at peace while we're living in this world that is the reflection or the expression of separation. So the first line says, projection makes perception. This reflects the Course's fundamental premise that everything happens in the mind. How this works is, and, and I say works figuratively, because it's not that anything is really being done. It's not an operational thing. It's simply the way it is, the way things are in our mind, the way things work, so to speak, in our minds. An idea comes into awareness. 
We experience it in its fullness, in every sense of the word, in its truest form, as if it was something concrete or taking place in that instant. And although we're only experiencing it in the mind, it's just an idea that came into awareness, it appears to be taking place outside us and or happening to us. And this unfolds in a very similar way to what takes place when we go to the cinema. I used this analogy a while back, I believe it was in uh, episode two. When we're in the cinema and we're looking up at the screen, we see everything that is taking place on the screen in front of us as very, very real. And we identify with certain characters, become very engaged, and we pretty much feel like we're part of the story. Meanwhile, all that is taking place on the screen is the projection of images on a reel of film onto the screen. What we see on the screen has no substance and nothing we see on the screen is real. Not only that, none of it has anything to do with us in any real or personal way. So using the analogy of going to the cinema or watching a movie up on a screen to understand the way we experience the world and what is going on is this. We're entertaining the idea that we are separate or that we have separated from God. Again, that unified state of oneness. Because we always experience a thought or idea according to its truest nature, we're experiencing ourselves as if we were separate in all the different forms that define separation or in a variety of forms. The Course describes how our belief in the separation came to be in the following words. It says, into eternity where all is one, and eternity in this sense refers to the mind, this unified state of oneness. Into eternity where all is one, there crept a tiny mad idea at which the Son of God, which refers to all of us, remembered not to laugh. In other words, we took it seriously. In his forgetting, did the thought become a serious idea and possible of both accomplishment and real effects. Now here's the thing. What this passage basically says is that what's going on is that the thought or idea of separation came into awareness. We gave it some attention. In that instant, we experienced separation in all its myriad forms. We could equate this instant to the Big Bang Theory, right? The theory that the entire universe came into being in an instant, one explosion, and everything came into being. So in the instant we entertained the idea of separation, we experienced separation in all the multitudinous forms in which it could be expressed, in its fullness. And this is the same way it happens with all thoughts and ideas. We simply don't realize it, but this is what happens. For some reason though, instead of realizing that we were just experiencing the idea of separation, we believed we really had separated. We remembered not to laugh, as the Course says. We took it seriously. 
And since, as we think and believe, so we experience, we're experiencing the idea of separation in the form of being in a world surrounded by other separate forms as if it is all very, very real. The second line of the passage from chapter 21 supports the Course's explanation of why we experience the world as a place of separation. The line says, it, the world, is the witness to your state of mind, the outside picture of an inward condition. Now this further supports the first line of projection makes perception because it expresses the Course's teaching that the way we see and experience anything is based on our perception, the way we're looking at it, what we're telling ourselves, the meaning we're giving to it in our minds. Your perception is the inward condition that gets projected outwards and is then seen and experienced in its exact nature. In this case, the belief that the separation is real is the inward picture that gets projected outwards. The last line that I've taken from the passage in chapter 21 is probably one of the most well-known and often quoted lines in the Course. However, it is also one of the most disturbing and misunderstood lines. Because taken literally, it appears that we're being asked to deny the things that we see and experience in the world, especially those things that are uncomfortable or painful or what we would describe as negative experiences. But correctly understood, this line presents the Course's most fundamental teaching and is the foundation for practicing forgiveness as it's taught in A Course in Miracles. The line is this, seek not to change the world, but choose to change your mind about the world. When this line is read from the Course's perspective of the world as nothing but the experiencing the idea of separation, we realize that what or all we need to do to change the way we experience or to change any experience of victimization, lack, oppression, or any experience of separation is to change our perception of ourselves as being separated beings living in a separate world and recognize that all that is taking place is that we're experiencing the idea of separation in its truest form. We need to recognize that the belief in separation is, as the Course says in that other passage about how this came into being, that the belief in separation is a tiny mad idea, as the Course puts it. Tiny because it's insignificant, it has no meaning or power. And it's mad as in not being in your right state of mind to believe that you or anything exists outside the mind. The Course aims to correct our perception of the separation by helping us to understand that God, this unified state of oneness, is all there is. There is nothing else. So we are one with it. There is nothing to separate to, and there is literally no thing to separate from. Forgiveness, 
letting go of the belief in the power of illusions, which is, or that is, the belief that the world and all the different forms in the world are real and are the cause of everything you feel and experience, is the natural result of correcting your perception. You will then see and look at the world and all its separate individual discordant forms as nothing but your experiencing the idea of separation. And know that in reality, you are forever safe and whole and one with that unified state of oneness that is God. So that's it for this week's episode. Tune in next week when the topic will be God in the language of A Course in Miracles. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast for understanding the language of A Course in Miracles. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review, subscribe so you don't miss another episode, and please invite your friends to listen. Have a great week and see you on the podcast next Wednesday.